the Fly on the Wall podcast. Use my sexy English voice, you say. Okay. Are you bored? Are you fed up watching repeats on TV? Have you had enough of adverts when listening to the radio? Then why not listen to the Fly on the Wall podcast? Two Australian blokes talking bollocks. Nothing unusual in that, but it is funny. The Fly on the Wall Getting the fucking mock already. That's how. That's how professional we are. I'll just say say hello. Hello. <clears throat> that was Warren. My Hi. name. My name. Well, Big Was. I should say. I'm Luke. Yeah. And I'll just entertain them while you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're doing something wrong. <laughs> Duh. <laughs> now I can't do it. It's too serious. It's too serious. What was the song that you were gonna? Darling, you send me. I know you send me honest you do, honest you do, honest you do. Whoa. No, I won't keep. Oh, there you go. Bang. Oh, mate, can I please get two standard? So you are with Fly on the Wall podcast. We're just ordering the mockers. No, that's it tonight. Thanks. Thank you. This guy sounds like a fucking asshole. <laughs> you reckon? An asshole. He Let's see. Like Let's see. Send the light. Yeah, we'll just drive through then. You fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, know oh it's a chick. Well, we had to do that. They morph. <laughs> it was a guy <laughs> talking to you. Shape shifting stuff. <laughs> rock up there. It's a chick. They don't do much well, but they they're shape shifters. Yeah, yeah. That's the only skill that I, they um, have. I went to McDonald's. It's a conspiracy this theory about oh, McDonald's stuff. Oh yeah, I should say uh, shape shifters. We're doing uh... <laughs> <laughs> or shake. Shifters. Yeah, nice. Um, <laughs> I move them a lot. Yeah, there's a conspiracy theory. Is it a special? Because I haven't done too much in the way of like making it a bit more lardy da like we did the post apoc special. I don't think everything needs to be a special. No. I think the next special is the Christmas special. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so it's just a conspiracy theory. Yeah, the fly episode. on the mistletoe. Yeah, that's cool. Christmas oh, that's special. Good. Yeah, yeah. Or something. Uh, yeah, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but no, <laughs> that's it's good. Okay. Fly on the mistletoe. Uh, anyway, but tonight is all about conspiracy theories. Um, I've got actually, a, a, we said like two each, I think, last week, but I've got a, I think we just delve into collection. a whole bunch. Yeah, because yeah. I think some will probably just say, but then others will grab our focus and we'll just chat about it. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's right. kind yeah. of what I was thinking. Yeah, me too, yeah. And I'm but wondering I'm, if we've done any of the same ones. Yeah, I reckon we have. Yeah? Although I've got one that I definitely don't think you have. Okay. And I've got my own one that I've got, because remember we said we'll have our own conspiracy oh, theories yeah. as well? Yep. And I've got one. Have you got one of them? No. No, I didn't think I will do by the time. (laughs) (laughs) I will have by the time we discuss it, though. Uh, Of course, we've got ethical questions. It's a a full show tonight, guys. I do have an ethical question, though. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, me too. Yeah. Yeah. I was just trying to think. That sounds like somebody on a a tourism, uh, like, small bus. Like an open bus, that voice there. So, welcome aboard. Oh, welcome aboard. Nah, it sounds a bit too... It sounds like another... 
Another Texted relation. Texted and Texted. Oh, God. Yeah. That's so Brixton. we haven't got an interview for you tonight, guys. Uh, we will interview uh, probably the maths teacher uh, next week for you. Um, but uh, we do have, we actually had someone call in um, and give us their conspiracy theory. So we will play that. Uh, maybe I'll play it now. Okay. Yeah, I'll play it now. All right. Hi, yeah, g'day. Uh, my name's Neil. Um, I heard the uh, the fly on the wall podcast guys there are doing a, uh, a conspiracy theory uh, episode. So uh, look, I I drive trucks for a living, so I just thought, well, maybe they'd be interested in hearing some of the experiences that I've had on the road here. I uh, I drive uh, the what you call uh, road trains here in Australia. Uh, yeah, across the Nullarbor here. Um, basically from one side of Australia to the other side of Australia. Um, you know, you'll see all sorts of things, and I'm not just talking about uh, like dead kangaroos and wallabies and echidnas and shit like that, you know. You're like, you, you, have, your fair, you have your fair amount of hitchhikers and, uh, you know, sort of uh, some eerie experiences there, but also some things just, you know, like can't really be explained as well, but... Uh, but more on that another time, I guess. I'll stick to conspiracy theories uh, for, for for today, and it's uh, you know your choice if you uh, want to use my stories or not. But anyway, so uh, it was it was just late 1973. I'd I'd not long been driving road trains, and uh, I jumped. Uh, I got me in my cargo loaded up in Sydney. There, um, I can't even for the life of me, I can't even remember what the cargo was. It was some sort of furnishing. But anyway, I, uh, you know, I, uh, I loaded up and I was a good stretch, probably a good seven hour stretch into my journey there. And, uh, you know, I, 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 admittedly I was, I was retired, but um, I was still quite alert. I'd been on the, uh, they called the wake-me-ups, uh, pills that us drivers take uh, to keep it basically a, uh, like speed, keep us awake and keep us lively, you know, just in case. But, uh Highly illegal, but uh, yeah. But anyway, I digress. Uh, look, well, good seven and a half hours into the into the trip, I'd say, and um, I was coming over some plains there and uh, saw a hitchhiker in the distance. In me, picked him up in me lights, and uh, the first thing that, that struck me there was uh, about the fella was that uh, he was dressed as Elvis, or what I what I could tell was was clearly the iconic sort of jumpsuit with the tassels and the rhinestones. He was dressed as Elvis, and I thought, truth, like, strike me dead, he, you know, like, you don't see that every day, you know. I mean, even in the big smoke, you don't see people dressed as Elvis. I mean, yes, in America you might, in, in Vegas and all that kind of jazz, but, uh, you know, like, you don't see it in Australia. Anyway, so I, uh, I you know, put on the ABS and, uh, and, and got myself down to a, a slow halt, and... Uh, I, I sounded the air horn to sort of let him know, mate, yeah, I'll, I'm stopping. So he kind of stepped, did a bit of a sidestep there and a bit of a shimmy as, as if Elvis would, you know, a bit of a shake of the old hips and uh, I thought, well, I've got, a, I've got a live one here, you know. So anyway, I uh, opened the cab door and I, I yelled out, mate, you, Elvis, is it? <laughs> you want to uh, jump in the cab here, mate? And he looked at me and he had his curled lip and he said, well, thank you, hound dog, or something along those lines. And he jumped in and he basically proceeded to tell me that he was Elvis. Now, 
you know, I'm, I'm a pretty skeptical kind of bloke, I suppose, but uh, when you've got a bloke who looks like Elvis in the middle of nowhere, jumping in your cab and telling you he's Elvis, I mean, uh, yes, I was high as fuck, but from the speed, but, uh, you know, I, uh, I believed him. I believe, he was a very genuine bloke. He told me about all his greatest hits, and he told me about uh, some of the, the sexual adventures he got into with Priscilla there, and... Uh, and some of his other girlfriends, and he talked about working on the movie Blue Hawaii, and uh, yeah, he was uh, very knowledgeable, but even he even knew stuff that, you know, no, the general public wouldn't even bloody know about Elvis, let me tell you. So, uh, yeah, no, so, I mean, my, I believe the conspiracy theory that Elvis is still alive, because I'll tell you what, it was bloody Elvis in my cab that day, so... Uh, Anyway, fellas, I uh, really enjoy the, uh, the podcast there. I, uh, you know, long, long journeys on the road here in the middle of fucking nowhere. And it's, uh, yeah, it's nice to uh, listen to a couple of Aussie blokes and having a good old laugh. So, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm Neil, as I said, and uh, a big hooroo to you all. And, uh, yeah, I mean, going to enjoy the uh, Conspiracy Theories episode. No worries. Uh, so yeah, thank you, Neil. <laughs> Neil, no, it's fine. Thank you very much. Cheers. Thank you. Um, yeah, I was actually at. Um, she looks a bit earnest. Earnest, like Ernest goes to camp. Like this. I don't know about this. Ernest goes to camp, mate. You're gonna have to prove it because he's I dead. I told you he's I dead. Don't in another episode. Believe you? Oh really? I don't know. Oh, I sent a picture of him later tonight. You All can right. whack off to it. <laughs> uh, yeah, my daughter and I went to McDonald's this morning, as it were. Oh, yeah. Um, she had the day off, so I had the morning off with her. Nice. And, uh, yeah, we went to a different McDonald's, but they fucked up just as much as this one does. Oh, okay. And I said How to comforting. her... I said to her very clearly, you said yeah. to the girl on the intercom thing, I said, yeah. I would like a iced mochaccino, please. Right. Which they were advertising in full, you know, glory on their menu yep, the page. The moving thing. menu that yeah. they have now. Yep. Iced, a, a medium-sized yep. iced mochaccino, yep. and a small chocolate thick shake, please. Okay. She goes, so, sorry, what was the first one? And I said, iced mochaccino. Yeah. She goes, iced chocolate. I said, no, no, the iced mochaccino. Okay, what size? And I said, medium. <laughs> okay. And then we go through, and I, I had a feeling. And I said to my daughter, I said. I bet she gives me a normal, mm. standard, hot mochaccino. Yep. Sure enough, she exactly did. What and you know what? I was happy with that because it was a chilly morning. So I thought, oh. yeah, I was probably a bit brave, brazen of me to go and ice the no, mochaccino. No, I wanted a confrontation, mate. Oh, it would have been good. Oh, yeah. talking of confrontation. Talking of confrontation. Uh, my wife was at the gym on Sunday, yeah. right? Yep. And uh, came home and she was all, like, exasperated and, like, all, like, fired up. And okay. I said, what's happened? And she goes... I bloody just got into like a full-on thing with with a person who hit my car. I said, "What do you mean?" Good thing. How you doing? Thank you very much. Thank you. You too. too. She had eyes for you, (laughs) Warren. Saying about everything. Well, at least I'm not saying. The llama in the field over there. You're saying. At least I'm not saying he has eyes for you. Um, You would say that just as quickly, mate. You just didn't happen to this evening. Uh, yeah, and it turns out she was coming out of the gym and she saw yeah. this old couple in their car reverse into her car right. and just fucking about to drive about off. To go, yeah. So she piss bolted after him, banged on the roof with her fist, scared yeah. the shit out of the old lady. Uh, yeah. And, and like they Called stopped. Called them an ambulance. She goes, what? <laughs> and, I, and my wife was like, you just hit my car. She goes, no, I didn't. She goes, you did. I just saw it with my own two eyes. You reversed into my car and then took off. She goes, I'm surprised you didn't feel it because I saw your whole car rock. 
And then like she ref- like she got out briefly and had a look. She was just fine. And then got back in the car. Then her husband got out and he had a walking stick. So then my wife felt oh, a little bit like, oh. Yeah. oh but well, she still, still. Beat the, she still beat the fuck out I of me. run over a child and, and <laughs> yeah. because you got a walking <laughs> stick, you get away with yeah. it. Well, that poses the question. Exactly. So, and this isn't anything to do with conspiracy theories. No, you're just throwing one out there. Do you reckon, um, it's almost an ethical question, I suppose. Yes. But it's not. Because we haven't, I haven't played the thing. Why don't you just say it? <laughs> <laughs> so, do you reckon yeah. that because someone's old and sick and stuff, if they've done the worst kind of crime, yeah. they shouldn't go to prison? Of course they should go to prison. Yeah, what yeah. the fuck is with that? Of course they should. The judge goes, well, we're considering the age. I, I think his sickness, it doesn't matter that he's, you know, interfered with 17 years. Exactly. The judicial, yeah. the judicial, I can't say it. Judicial. Thank you. System uh, doesn't really work very well, does it, sometimes? Nah, definitely. Yeah. Because oh, we've taken into account your age yeah. and your your sense of regret yeah. and your your need for re-education. Yeah. And uh, you know that's the decision they make. What a crock of shit. Yeah, I know. Disgusting. They should probably say, "Well, look, mate, you're almost done anyway. We're going to take you outside and cap you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that'd be better. Yeah, yeah. we're just going to let the uh, the inmates go to town on you. Yeah, uh, get as much rape and beating into yep. you as possible. <laughs> yeah, in the next thirty <laughs> minutes. And if you oh, haven't got long left, exactly, get out there, go, go, go. <laughs> and just uh, shunt him into the like the general Jesus. population. <laughs> Go! That'd be quite something wouldn't it, to to witness. I mean, not graphically, but like to stand there and just watch in the cameras. Yeah, it'd be awesome. Oh man, maybe on Netflix. <laughs> speaking of Netflix, yeah, or Disney Look at the Plus. Segways tonight, Disney yeah. Plus. Yeah, speaking of, so it's been a week. Yeah, so yeah. you're dangling that carrot, yeah. Warren. When are we going to watch the Mandalorian? When are we going to shove it up nah, your ass? It's obviously yeah. been a busy week, but it has, um, mate. Yeah, it's it's coming up, mate. Sometimes Don't worry. I haven't watched it. Yeah, I haven't done anything. I, I asked my wife, and she said, "Yeah, we can get it after yeah. Christmas." Oh, like, fuck no. you! <laughs> <laughs> when just, all eight episodes are already I, out. Yeah, I just smiled and waved. <laughs> no, but think okay. about that though. The benefit, all of that waiting, will have paid off by then, because yeah, then you but, will have all episodes probably available for your enjoyment. But I still want to watch them with you and your your family. I know. So, but then when you don't do try get and get out of it, okay? <laughs> Maybe you don't have to hey, actually enter my house. Uncle Luke you over. don't need to come over today <laughs> or tomorrow. Now we'll have the opportunity, mate. Don't actually, you worry. That's a good don't bloody, you fret. Bloody mocker. Okay. Oh yeah, I haven't added it yet. Uh, before we get into ethical questions, uh, ethical questions and yes. conspiracy theories. Yes. Uh, also, speaking of Netflix. Yep. Um, <laughs> do you remember the show, um, the toys that made us? Yes. On there, yes. they had Lego and they had uh, GI Joe and all yep. that. Here, they've got a new series called "The Movies That Made Us." Awesome, and I think you'll really like it. I, sure I've watched um, a few. It's only about five episodes, I think. I've watched the Dirty Dancing one, the um, uh, Home Alone one. That's right. where I remember I messaged you the other night and said John Williams did the, ah, the score for Home Alone. Okay, and the Ghostbusters one. That was a good one, and also Die Hard one. Die Hard was that was, that was really shit, good because yeah. I learned I knew a lot because I'd read IMDb but Die Hard oh man it's such a brilliant movie that was almost not made you know the and so um, many of them are, are kind of you when the story comes out and you yeah. realise just how much effort went into that what we saw in the end yeah the whole story of it well it's a amazing. lot of it was uh, banking on Bruce Willis yep who was a, as you know was a relative sort of no name he was in this TV show yep. Moonlighting yeah he had a name um, in that though as a comedic kind of yeah, role, yeah. yeah and he was always he was sort of known as the lovable kind of yep. funny guy that's right um 
And so it, they were sort of really putting a lot on him because yeah. they were like, oh, well, this guy's kind of a wimp. When yeah. at a time when you had Arnold Schwarzenegger, Sylvester Stallone, uh, Burt Reynolds, Kurt Russell, you know, all these sort of heroic, yeah. sort of tough kind of guys. Ready made action men. Yeah, yeah. and then yep. you got Bruce Willis, you know. So, but then as it obviously as it happened, it was the perfect uh, mix because what it did was go, it was sort of make blokes, general blokes Every go, day blokes. fuck yeah, yeah, I could be that guy. That's right. <laughs> That's right. Really, really good uh, series. And I also talked about, you know, who's the guy that played um, Hans Gruber? Uh, uh, Alan Rickman. Alan Rickman. Yeah. I was trying to think of his name today, actually, when I was yeah. talking to a client of mine. Um, yeah, Alan Rickman. You know, the uh, obviously, the, the famous scene when he falls off the yes. building. At, sorry, spoiler alert. <laughs> uh, when he falls off the building at the top, at yes. the uh, end. Um, they actually did drop him. And right. he didn't know he was going to be dropped. So obviously, it was about it was about oh, oh, like 10, 15, 20 foot high. So it was quite high. They're ho- holding him off like a balustrade thing. Yep. They had a big cushion thing underneath, yeah, of course. But the look of terror. But he was on a connected to a cable, oh. and he didn't actually know they were going to let him go. So that look of terror on his face <laughs> is genuine. Oh. I think. Oh, I think that's fine. And he, and he took it in his stride as well. He sort of laughed it off, but he was petrified of course yeah but they they uh, took a chance on him too because he was uh his background yeah, was, was theater i was gonna say because he wasn't really into movie um no and he wasn't quite yeah. a no name as far as uh like he'd done some tv and stuff but yeah. he, his, his thing was theater so they wanted they, they they took a chance on getting an english actor yeah. to um pretend to be german who yeah. could also talk american yeah, right. because he had, did the, he had pretend to, to the, be yeah yeah <laughs> So and that was good because the American accent sounds like a German trying to do American. That's right. <laughs> so yeah, exactly. he's an Englishman doing a German accent, <laughs> yeah. trying to pretend to be an American. Many layers there. And one of the things they, they one of the ladies there was sort of saying to him, uh, I think it was the costume designer or someone I can't remember. Yeah. But was saying to him, you've got to, you, you're too limp wristed when you hold the gun. Ah. But. Then, then it kind of worked for him too. Of course, because he was kind of like flamboyant. Yeah, and just, he's a bit foppish, wasn't he? And he's yeah, foppish. That's yeah. a good word. And he and he was sort of just, uh, uh, yeah, like carefree with it almost. Yeah. Like, yeah, I'll just shoot you in the face. Yeah, yeah. You know? And he <laughs> yeah. shot Mister. Well, he Nug- became Nug- the go-to Nugasaki movie Nugasaki bad guy, didn't he? That's right. Yeah. Oh like, yeah, because uh, uh, Harry Robin Potter, Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Oh, of course. Yeah, Harry Potter, Harry Potter, well. um, Slytherin dude, Quigley Down Under. Oh, was he it's not as well known, but yeah. I know that I have seen the movie. It's like it's a poor man's great. Indiana Jones, isn't it? Nah, not at all. Oh, okay. Not at all. It's actually I like it. It's okay. a it's a favourite for mine. It's a western. Yeah. But it's actually set in Australia. Yeah. And Tom Selleck is oh, um, Quigley. Matthew Quigley. Yeah. Who's Quigley. like a probably not a strong name, is it? Not really. I think they were based on some books. For, uh, oh, okay. But I don't know that hundred percent. Yeah. And uh, he's like a sharpshooter. Okay. And he comes uh, on the the thought that he's uh, shooting, I think, animals that might be threatening the... Oh, dingoes, I think. Oh, yeah. Threatening the, uh, the the cattle station. And it's actually... Um, he's hired him to shoot Aboriginals. Jesus. Um, because of the, the land issues, I suppose. Right. So, and he's not into that idea. Yep. So he sort of gets then pursued and attacked by all of the, his men. And uh, it sort of ends up being a bit of a... A revenge story from him getting back and getting good old Alan. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Paying back. That's no, good. I really like it. It's a good one. I have to look out for that one in the video will, store. Mate. <laughs> and the uh, score is actually held held in high regard. It's by uh, Basil Polidorus. Oh yeah, yeah. Who did Conan the Barbarian? Right. <laughs> Conan the Barbarian. Great. That's a great score. And then as a segue to another John McTernan film. Oh yeah. He did Die Hard. Yeah. Hunt for Red October. Oh yeah. Nice so Basil he did that as well. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so he did a few of those. Basil. I've never yeah. liked the name Basil. 
No, it's not a great name. He was, nah. uh, he was uh, Greek Mexican. You got to be a nasty. His name's Basil Polidurus. Call, call your son Basil, isn't you? <laughs> well, <laughs> only because we associate it with Basil Falke. Yeah, but no, but even and Basil Brush. The, uh, the oh yes, yeah, Basil yeah. Brush. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, yeah. I just don't like the name Basil. Okay, just, sorry. Don't just, get hung up on Basil, me. Don't get hung like, up on If you had that. a son and you yeah. said, oh, this is my son Basil, I'd what's be your, like, Warren, what the you, fuck, man? What's your problem with names, mate? The name, I won't, quickly. I won't mention them, but your son's names are good, yeah. strong names. They are. You know, good, they strong names. Good, strong, masculine names. <laughs> if you had one called Basil, he'd be like the, you know, like the limp-wristed, foppish... <laughs> <laughs> Well, he'd make a good bad guy for a movie, wouldn't he then? Yeah. I'm Basil Gruber. <laughs> I'm Basil Quigley. You're a channel my good man. I'm about to shoot you in the forehead. Uh, actually, yeah. let's interview Basil Quigley for next, next week. Basil you reckon? Okay. I reckon. Yeah, and he's, oh, he's an aspiring bad guy. Yeah. I don't think he's actually made it. An aspiring real bad guy, not like an acting Oh, bad okay, guy. right. Yeah. An aspiring real bad guy. <laughs> aspiring yeah. real Who bad Who wants to shoot guy. Aboriginals. <laughs> no, no. No, that no, might not be a great idea. We won't add that bit. No, no. no. <laughs> but we'll know deep down that's yeah. what he wants to right. do. Right, right. All right, should we get into some ethical questions? Let's do Big that. Conspiracy theorist <laughs> was. Uh, Conspiratorial. Ethical questions Answered by Luke and Warren from the Fly on the Wall podcast And we're back in My name's Luke and this is Oh, big half gulping down a mochaccino was here And we are Fly on the Wall podcast You can find us on Instagram, Fly on the Wall podcast With an underscore between each of those words Uh, You can email us, theflyonthewallpodcast11 at gmail And you can find us on Twitter At flyonthewallpo1 And what we'd also... What we'd also love you to do is jump onto iTunes if you can and give us a bit of a rating. Um, yeah. Even if you give us a poor rating, we just like the attention. So, <laughs> so you can tell, say we're a bunch of dickheads and no one should ever listen to us ever again. My suggestion would be leave five stars, but then give an honest comment. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah, because yeah. yeah. then we'll probably still then get the exposure. Yeah. Because if you hate us, you want everyone to know yeah. that, that we're shit. True. Yeah, five so stars, but five don't stars, to but just say. <laughs> These guys are fucking idiots. Yeah, that'd be cool. That'd be cool. Five stars. And then, uh, yeah, leave your name and address and we'll come and visit you in the wee wee hours. <laughs> um, yeah, all right, ethical fucking questions, Warren. Do you want to shoot your beans first or do you want me to go first? <laughs> well, mine's always a little drier, so let's finish on the high note with yours. All right. But uh, I was thinking about something in relation Mine's to... Mine's very real tonight, actually. But yeah, go. it's not like... If you had a penis stuck inside you, <laughs> would you keep it there or take I'm it sure, out? I'm sure. I'm sure. If you had a rubber fist halfway up your body, <laughs> what would you do? Or two. Or two. A rubber or fist two. or two. Two is better than one. A rubber fist um, or two. I think we'd probably get to that anyway, even if it was serious. Yeah. Okay, so mine had to do with the, the, the theme of uh, conspiracy theories. Okay, cool. Good man. Um, and I guess... Uh, bringing it into parallel with perhaps some real world situations but also some imagined with a situation where the government felt the need to manipulate the media yep. or the some event like some big event that's obviously very visible because everyone's going to witness it and be aware of it but to influence popular opinion, so everyone's behind them then. 
So let's say there was an attack by a foreign nation. Then they decide to do something that absolutely guarantees that popular support will be behind them. Like, you know, like 99%... Manipulate the media to show beheadings of... Of course. Innocent and I mean, yep. well, this, you know, I think it's going on all the time. Yeah. I think it happens. But I guess, think of the worst possible thing that they need support for. Yep. And it's it's justified. Okay? Yep. Let's, so the purpose is justified. The cause is justified. Yeah. Is it okay for them to then manipulate the situation to be able to do that? Because obviously... To get, the, to get the backing yeah, of the people. Yeah, because a democratic Ooh, uh, yeah, a society... Needs to really have popular support. Yeah. So yeah, do you do that? Oh yeah, I don't know. Cause I, like, on a personal level, yep. If I needed your help with something, yep. And say if it was something to do something bad, yeah. I would be honest with you. I'll tell you exactly okay. what it is. Yep. So I think my answer would. But I'd... that's because we know each other very well. Yeah. So oh. maybe that's the difference. Whereas I suppose if you're relying on. Oh okay. Uh, yeah. If I'm relying on strangers. Fifty million strangers. Yeah to give you support I guess you need to make it a little more black and white don't you I think I I, I don't think I don't think lies get you anywhere you know I think ultimately so you think come up to the to the podium and just say it how it is exactly how it is I'm trying to think if if I'm if I'm part of that audience yeah and someone tells me how it is honestly and openly I think I'd respect that more than them sort of pulling the wool over my eyes and then me finding out later okay you know I think uh, I'm just trying to think of a, a particular sort of scenario, I suppose. Yeah. Um, have you got any particular scenarios? I, th- I think some don't blend in, like some aren't conspiracy theories. Yeah. I think uh, some of the events that maybe could be related to it and have made people distrust the government. Yeah. Are uh, things like, well, the decision to, say, drop two nuclear weapons on Japan in World War II oh, yeah. was a decision made to end the war yep. uh, more quickly to ultimately save American lives. Yep. But you could also argue it's to test two new weapons oh, yeah, yeah. on live populace. And did they get... Did they, they, didn't, they didn't even ask the question, did they? Did they ask the question? They didn't say, no. should we do this? Well, not to the, the broad public, no. no. They just did it. Yeah. Um, because it was wartime as well, so there, probably, there was probably things that you don't need to get through the, the Senate Past, um, yeah. In past, you you can probably make executive decisions based on you want the us to win the war or That's sit right. by the asses. But I would imagine during wartime, a lot of people would probably lean towards being able to to solve the situation the as quickly as possible yeah. too. So. Yeah, I mean, I guess that's just a simple one. You, but then you're relying on propaganda to then put that out there because once yeah. that comes out. Everyone's shocked and dismayed, but at the same time, you've got a lot of people going, fuck yeah, we showed them. Yeah, that's right. We yeah. showed them, because you're all wanting to win. You're all wanting to bring your boys home. Yeah. Uh, well, you men and women, but at that time, predominantly boys. But yeah, and uh, I guess it's just saying that decision, you know. Yeah. I've lost my train of thought. I think, yeah, <laughs> I think I think it really sort of depends on what it is for me. Yeah. You know? Like, well, I'm saying, I guess, something fairly... You know something fairly pivotal. It, yeah. It's it's very very uh, damaging. So so, to... so to break it down, the yep. basic question is: um, Would I want to know the truth, or yep. would I want to just go along with the propaganda and be happy with that? Is that what you sort of? I guess so. Well, is it okay for them to manipulate it in the first place? Is really what I'm asking. Yeah, I would say in to most in most cases, I would say no. Oh. I'd rather have the truth. Yep. 
you know as hard as it might be or as easy as it might be I'd rather the truth every time that's why that's why it shits me with politicians when they're just you know when they go on talkback radio shows and they just never answer the fucking question well what they they, always skirt around it like I would much prefer a politician to say it and put his foot in it Yep. And say the wrong thing or whatever, yep. then to, to, to like piss fart around and not actually answer a question. It's a game. Isn't that it? shits it's me more than anything because I feel like, what have you got to hide, mate? Yep. I'd rather say, I'd, like for instance, I'd rather talk, have a, a discussion with someone and they openly say to me, "I don't like gays," for right. example, yep. right? Rather than like, "Oh well, you know," like I'd rather them just the say what they yep. think and then we can have an open discussion about it, yep. rather than them, you know, yeah, just jumping around in it I guess this is the thing they're always worried about popular opinion yeah so if they suddenly admit to that then the opposition whoever they might be swoop in yeah and undermine everything about what they've just said yeah so they dance around it and they never give the answer and always make comments more disparaging about the other side. Yeah. To say, now, well, they oh. didn't do this. They didn't do that. See, We've that, done this, that this, shits this. me. I'd rather yeah. them just say what they've got to offer, yep. how, what, how they're going to approach um, uh, running the country from now on, I'd, rather than slandering the other side. Yeah. You know, I think that's weak. I think that shows a sign of weakness when you've got to take the piss out of the other person. I agree completely, you know? but, I mean, that's happened across all... Levels of government, bunch of cockeyed fucks. Yeah, pretty much, are. mate. That's <laughs> you the best and I way to run a bloody country. That's the best way to describe <laughs> them. Anyway, as as is normal of my way, that was a very long-winded way. No, of no, just no, asking no. simple I like question. your ways, Warren. It, it's a nice <laughs> contrast to my ways, oh, and uh, that's why we're so successful. One point eight thousand listens. That's it. That's it. One point eight thousand. It sounds good, doesn't it? It does. It does. It does. Or eighteen hundred. Yes. Um, yeah. No. So thank you for all those people listening. Uh, all right. On to mine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mine's a, a very simple, very dry. Okay. Serious. All right. Um, abortion. Yes or no? <sighs> Not as in, do you want one? Uh, <laughs> well, a yes or no is a hard one. Because I, I have something that it goes into the grey. But I would say no. Okay, yep. If it has to come down to either. Yep. Yep. No. No abortion. No abortion. Okay, yep. Uh, do you you don't want to go into the grey or I can elaborate? discuss it, but yep. you said yes or no. Oh yeah. So yeah, if yeah. you'd like me yeah, to elaborate, but that's, but that's, I will. that's the that's the crux crux. That's the that's the main part that's of the question the is the yes question. or no. But well, we always elaborate. We always course. go into it. But if you don't want to for whatever reason, that's no, no, okay. No, no. Oh, okay. Well, look, I, I, first of all, start by saying I'm not judging other people's uh, decisions yeah, because no, everyone makes a decision yeah. for a reason. But I don't agree with the fact that it's so uh, readily available yeah, now. Okay. I think that people have gotten lazy, yeah. um, and it's. I think it should be more about thinking about it prior, you know, and. It should be available to those who have had no choice in the matter. Yeah. So victims of rape and sexual assault and, you know, incestual attack and all this sort of shit, um, of course, should have that available to them. Yep. But, uh, yeah, I, I think that it should be something that needs a little bit more monitoring because I think it's just... it's I, I'd be scared to know the figures Yeah. Um, on worldwide abortion levels and I just yeah makes me uncomfortable and plus I think that the the uh, the uh, fetus age yeah that they allow it up to 
Oh yeah, yeah. he's completely wrong. Yeah, I feel. Like I they find that's uh, really, really hard to cope with. Yeah, I think myself. they should uh, drop. Is that what we should say? Yeah, like you know, a lot, yeah, a lot less. Yeah, yeah, because if it if, if it's a necessity <clears throat> and it's going to be something that they allow, yeah, um, to keep things fair and and obviously. We don't want people having neglected children because they never wanted them in the first place and we've banned abortion. We don't want that either and all the costs that that involves. I understand that. But, yeah, I think having a fetus get to, say, 20 weeks um, is, yeah, to me, that's murder. Yeah, to me. 20 weeks, yeah, that's halfway there, isn't exactly. it? Half the term. And, and you have a fully developed baby at 20 yeah, weeks. Uh, and children I, survive from, I agree on that point, yeah. You know, in 2019, we have children survive from around that time. That's right, yeah. Um, it's hard for them. Prematures, yeah. But, but yeah, premature birth, I mean, you often hear of it in the early 20s. Wow. Weeks, and yeah, you, you know, see the pictures where the little baby's in the person's hand? That's right. Wow, yeah. You know, they're fully formed and they're living. So, I, yeah. yeah, look, it's a very emotive question and... It uh, is, and I, I apologise if that upsets anyone because no, everyone's no, got a. It's, it's like gun control. About, like, it's like yeah, it's like anything else. You can get very, very passionate yeah. about it, and uh, but like you said before, you're not you're not judging anyone. No, not and judging I think, anybody. I think anyone who's been uh, a regular listener of this show knows that we're not we don't we never judge anyone. We take no. the piss out of everyone and anything, including <laughs> ourselves. <laughs> including but we certainly it. don't judge anyone for their own you know, making their own decisions and stuff like that. Well, that's the thing. And I'm sure that there are people that have made that decision and then had to deal with the emotional fallout as well. So I realise it's not an easy decision either. Yeah. So it's a very complex uh, thing to work through. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's where the grey comes in. It's a huge amount of grey. Yeah, it can be grey. I I think uh, I agree. Oh, sorry, you finished uh, yeah, I think I've made my point. I think I just rabbit on for a while. No, no, you don't rabbit. You, rabbit. you are a Warren, but you don't That's rabbit. That's it, mate. Um, I agree. Definitely agree. I like on to the... burrow into the question. Though. Uh, I agree on the um, the age. I suppose, mm. like the you know, the twenty weeks is probably yeah. That that makes me feel uncomfortable. That's for sure. But yeah. uh, I, I, I what, someone said to me once um, that they're pro life. When, when I gave my opinion that I think abortion is okay yeah. and it should be a, a personal choice um, and they said oh no I'm pro-life and I, I think I'm pro-life I'm, but I'm pro-life of the person who can or can't bring someone into the world yeah. um, so I think I think uh, as you say is it, it can be a grey area I definitely think of course if you've been um, uh, raped or you know well, and, yeah. then and you can't handle it of course but I also think there's people out there who have made mistakes and and just know that they shouldn't they shouldn't or they can't or whatever whatever reason can't yeah. bring a life into the world and I think that that should be a choice for for the individual couple not down to the woman but down to the, the two people that made it happen well, in the see, first place there's another reason for debate right there isn't it yeah because I'm sure many people would say no no it's not about the, the male choice at all yeah it's completely down to the to the mother I think if you're carrying the baby both you know baking a cake well (laughs) no I agree with you in in some regard but then yeah some people will say well it's their body so they have the ultimate uh, right so even if you're at complete odds and disagreement about it as a couple uh, the mother would end up with the complete right to choose because of the physical yeah well yeah I mean they're they're responsible for that for that life Ultimately, yeah, so, that's right. 
Oh, it's yeah, it's a very heavy topic. It is a heavy one, yeah. About. And I, I think, uh, yeah, I like I said, I think, I think um, I'm sort of more pro-choice, I suppose. Yeah. But the thing that upsets me is when you hear about, and it, I mean, it, it, we live in a world where all different people are doing all different types of things and, and have their own ethics and blah blah blah. But we live in a world where some people treat abortion like. Um, Contraceptive, yes. You know what I mean. They make the mistake and then go, "I'll sort it out later." Yeah. You know, and you go, "Fucking, that's that." Of course, I think I, I'm, I, I wholeheartedly believe mistakes can happen. You can, you can, you know, do the wrong thing and blah yeah. blah blah. But, but when you're willingly, knowingly doing it and then thinking, "Oh, I'll just get an abortion later," yeah, that's a, that's not a good thing. Or even opinion. a morning after pill. I mean, that's yeah. probably the simplest. Yeah. And the most removed. Uh, in terms of when when it happens too, because it's immediate, so you can almost disconnect completely from that idea. Yeah. If there was a fertilisation, so it takes away any of that responsibility. Yeah. You're like, oh no, that's all right. I'll just do this. You know, just I guess you've got to think ahead. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And, yeah. Uh, and make those decisions prior. So anyway. Well, look, I mean, on the weekend, Warren. Okay. I yeah. thought I was pregnant. Okay. <laughs> and I, I actually did give birth to a small brown, oh. sweaty child in the toilet. <laughs> I you, called him Bobby. Fucking feral I called him man. Bobby. <laughs> the Bobby the floater. Bobby turd. <laughs> the floater. Yeah. He does uh, sound like a gangster from 1920. Hey, man, I'm Bobby the turd. <laughs> Jamaica. I was thinking Chicago. No, no, he was, uh, yeah, no, he was... Black as the ace of spades, this guy. I want you to give me your money, she. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah. What do you but, uh, I had to get yeah. rid of him, you know. Right. And I couldn't keep him. Right. I, I mean, I wanted to, but my wife was protesting. So yeah. You can't have that at the dinner table. Right. <laughs> right. So don't be so racist. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Ah, I miss him already. Actually. So you dressed dressed him up, did you? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I breastfed him. Oh, um, yeah. But he turned out he was just a shitty kid, you know, so I had to go. You little turd. <laughs> yeah. All right, Warren. Okay. Guess what time it is. That's a good, great segue. Great change. Conspiracies. Theories. Uh, all right, I reckon we just go like back and forth, bang, 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 okay. bang. Okay, shoot yep. us one, Up mate. against the wall. Oh, oh, <laughs> it's funny. We're in the same area. I was about yeah, to say Yeah, we're in the that. same area when we did that bloody Michigan, and I was there. Uh, we're uh, entering uh, the uh, Yarra uh, Junction uh, area. Oh, oh, yeah. oh, fucking, oh, fucking, fuck you, fuck you. Uh, yeah. Uh, feeling right. quite ill now. Yeah, me too. <laughs> After the brown the child talk. discussion. Yeah. Yeah. All right, conspiracy yeah. theory. I'll start the, uh, I'll start the ping pong. Um... This is what I looked up the other day. Yep. Because I thought I've got some in my head that you know probably are fairly common, but I want to get uh, some uh, couple that maybe weren't so common. Okay. And this one really, I was just like, wow, I never even heard of this one. All right. Um, there's a conspiracy theory that Paul McCartney died in 1966 and was replaced by another fella. <laughs> and apparently, in in uh, Sergeant the Sergeant Pepper's album, yep. at the end of one of the songs, John Lennon says, "We buried Paul." He claims that he said cranberry sauce. Uh, okay. <laughs> and it, the, the weirdness just goes on and on. If you play backwards some of the song, it says, We murdered Paul. We murdered Paul. <laughs> oh, um, and yeah, and another guy took over because they were on there. This is in, back in 1966, so yeah. they're already around for three years, I think it was, yeah. three or four years. Okay. So their trajectory was already, you know, they were heading for the stars. Yeah. 
So the decision was made like, okay, so Paul's dead, but we've got this other guy. He's good on the base. He looks a lot like Paul. We can just get him and slot him in. And there's all these other little bits and bobs that went along with it. Like he, he, um, you know, did played the started playing the guitar in a different style after 1966 right. and all this kind of okay. shit. And and as you can tell, I don't believe no, it. No, no, fucking. Minute. Neither do I. <laughs> I think that's a bit of fun. And it, well, it was it was quite a there was quite a. I looked up some of the forums and stuff on it, and there was a lot of very passionate people about it. Obviously, wow. semi-retarded people, but they were very like waving the flag for Deadpool. There's probably forums. There's probably clubs that yeah. get together and discuss <laughs> the possible outcomes. I'm the president of the Deadpool yeah. Society. <laughs> Deadpool Society. Ah, uh, uh, Deadpool. Good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, that's funny. Uh, yeah, so that was my first one. Pinging okay. over to you. That is an interesting one. I've yeah. never heard that before in my life. Mm. Okay, so this one's a little dark um, because, and I'm bringing it up more because I can't believe the the fucking gall of some people. Oh, really? So, Sandy Hook Elementary. Oh, okay. Massacre. I think I saw something. In uh, there's a there's a commentator and a conspiracy theorist Alex called Jones. Alex Jones. Yes. Yep. Um, and he suggested that it, it was a staged event with actors uh, to be what part the of the, you know, gun control debate, trying oh to enforce God. it, I guess, trying to force the hand yeah. of, of the people and the public opinion. Yeah. Um, and so they staged the event. What the fuck? Which, it, that just makes me angry. Yeah. I understand people have a strong opinion, and, and if they distrust the government from the outset, then yes, everything that happens from then on in, yep. they're going to always have that question mark. But I just think that that's really disrespectful to the victims and, and their families. And if you haven't families. got like rock solid proof evidence that that happened, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Yeah, yeah who is this Alex Jones cockhead anyway? Well, he's, he's obviously a very outspoken commentator and you know, pol- political sort of commentator. He's the kind of fuck I'd love to just go toe to toe with. Yes. A couple of rounds. Let's go, I think mate. he's a very vocal uh, argument. Yeah, well, argument I'd like to put my fist person. in his vocal. <laughs> <laughs> Shove one of those rubber fists be, right there. Yeah, throat. I can be just as vocal, Alex. <laughs> you fuck. Uh, what a stupid fucking thing to say, though. And and a, a, a completely disrespectful thing to say to all those families That's out the there main thing. Suffering. I think have your opinion. Oh, my God. Like yeah. we said, it's, it's okay to have the opinion, but I think... It's about how you make it, and, yeah. and he's obviously a very public figure. Yeah, um, and it's it's so upsetting for people that have had to suffer it. That's that's interesting so, though, because I actually did when I was doing my uh, uh, basic yeah. <laughs> research, I did stumble across that one, okay. and I I didn't tap on that one because I thought it would be too dark because I. Right. I tend to think I'm the one who sort of goes too dark what? sometimes, so I was there like trying to be careful. Here I am. You, here, here <laughs> you are, the bringing piece. the whole fucking mood down. <laughs> I was happy talking about abortion. I was going to say, <laughs> I suppose you had your little brown turd bit yeah. at the end. Who's yeah. going to bring the it's tone gotta be, back? Co- it's got to be that, you know, black and white. It's got to be dark, <laughs> sad. Hey, I just did a shit on the weekend. <laughs> okay, we'll move it on then. Move All right, it on from back over to me. Yep. Um, okay, so this is my own one. Okay. All right, now it's a stretch. But, but that so, most conspiracy theories We're not talking are. about your brown child again, are we? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the funniest thing is, is that was a real stretch. Yeah. It was one of those ones where I was like, fuck, is this going to come out? Like, you know, when, you, when it pauses, you're sort of pushing. Oh, and then you go, God. I might just go and have a cup of tea. I don't think he's coming out. He's not ready. He's not crowning. Oh, fucking um, hell. Yeah. No, but he did. Yeah. He was, yeah. No. Okay, move on. What emergency C-section. <laughs> no, so ponging over to me, yeah. uh, literally. Um, 
this so is this is my own my own yep. conspiracy theory right yep do you know who Meryl Streep is Warren I do, I do vaguely yeah <laughs> do you know who Glenn Close is yes I do same fucking person oh okay same right. fucking person why is that because exactly. I always get them confused for one right and they do look similar Go and when you get home tonight, is it because um, of this, their jawline? They have a quite a defined jawline. They do. They've got kind of a sharpish nose. They've yep. got squinty sort of sharp eyes. Features and they're not yeah. ugly, but they're not attractive. This person's excited. Here they go. The guy up your ass. Oh yeah. No, he's not. You're winning, champ. He wants to take off. This guy. Yeah, we're in the country now, Warren. That's what Dead. they do. <laughs> That's Fuck Alex it. Jones in that car. Got off, <laughs> off to prove another worthless conspiracy theory. Um, People drive on the left because they're hiding something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I do both. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Go and Google image after you know Pornhub, whatever you're into. <laughs> um, go, <laughs> go and Google image. Maybe I could find Meryl Streep and then close on, on Pornhub. Pornhub. Yeah. I used to, yeah. Just yeah. type in. Uh, <laughs> Granny, Meryl Streep, uh, hardcore, something. I don't okay, know. so you think that they're one and the same? I, I've i never seen him in a movie together. Right. Okay. That's, I'm, okay. Personally, I've that's never, actually a valid point. Personally, okay. I've never seen, seen them in the same room together. Right. No. Now, personally, I don't know them. No. That's a, a valid thing. <laughs> I, a, I, I, I wouldn't point. have actually thought that until you confirmed <laughs> yeah, it then. Yeah. So, thank you. Meryl Streep is probably the more attractive one out of the two. I would say that. I'm thinking, I would say the same. I think she was uh, she was Cruella Deville in 101 Dalmatians, wasn't she? Glenn Close was. Was it Glenn Close? Yeah, Glenn Close. Oh, well, Glenn See, this Close is your thing. issue. She looked all right in that. See? Right, okay. See, that's... Yeah, my, and, but I think uh, Meryl Streep Maybe. looked all right in Devil Wears Prada. Okay. Yeah, not okay. that I only watched a snippet of it, but... Well, you seem to know a lot about them, so that's... <laughs> 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 yeah. So, my next question would be, Why? Why would what? they market themselves as two separate people? Like, why double the, the pay packet, Warren? Double the fucking pay packet. Why wouldn't the, that star just get both? The, uh, the nah, because two different. I mean, 101 Dalmatians compared to. Well, you Devil just, Prada. But you just confused it for <laughs> Meryl Streep. All right, so well, she could have pulled know. the role. I don't off. know all their movies. Death becomes her. Meryl Streep was in that, I think. Was she? Okay. I don't know. But yeah, double pay packet. So someone's okay. out there. She the, she's out there getting. So she's two working lots of, twice as hard. That's right for double the pay. So what I'd be curious <laughs> to know now is to confirm this rumor that you've, you're suggesting. Yeah. Is talk to their agents. Yeah. And see what jobs are scheduled and if they ever have them on at the same time. Well, that's funny you say that because their yeah. agent is the same person. Is it really? Yeah, Basil Quigley is his name. <laughs> <laughs> nah, no, nah, it's not. Uh, <laughs> oh, really? I, I love how excited you were though. Is it real? Oh, Luke, no, man, I, there's something in that, mate. There's something in that. I thought that you'd looked into it. And, nah, and that was your next stage. Of my thought. looking into it was Google imaging yeah. them and going, yep, I, I nailed it. I nailed this fucking conspiracy theory. <laughs> so, yeah, look it up, kids. Glenn Close, Mel Streep, same fucking person. Let us know your thoughts. Yeah. All right, pinging back over to you. Oh, okay, now I've got, to, I've got to go back through my mind of the, some of the things. Okay, so another while. one which is reasonably contemporary yeah, um, and a little bit dark as well, but not quite Jesus. as dark. Warren, you're a monster tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, you will recall the MH370 uh, Malaysia flights. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. crash. Yep. Did well, they, actually, they... no, that was a disappearance. Yeah. Okay. And they so never that... found anything, did they? Or no. did they find well, a bit of the wing of it? They've suggested that they've found some parts of the plane that washed up in Madagascar. Okay. Oh, that's right. So yeah. there's numerous uh, there's numerous theories about where and which direction it went okay. after its disappearance off. The, the radar screens. Yep. Uh, the most commonly believed one now is that it ended up in the southern Indian Ocean, uh, several thousand kilometres off the Western Australia coast. Yep. In an extremely deep 
uh, section of that ocean. And so the search area is, it's just beyond conceiving of uh, practical sort of efforts. So even if they spent months out there, which they did, it's very hard to comb every square kilometre of ocean floor. So it's disappeared, yep. and there's only some evidence to suggest it's washed up um, in Madagascar. Okay. Now, think a little bit along the same lines. Yeah. There was a Malaysia flight MH17 that was shot down over the Ukraine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, yep. and that sort of never really got answered by... I think they suggested that ah. the Russians... The Russians were responsible for its downing. And it was very clouded over, wasn't it? Was it was very clouded yeah. over. Yeah. So the suggestion is that they were the same plane. Ah, okay. And it was, uh, it was arranged to happen that way. Yep. So they could shoot it down or at least have it disappear uh, to get rid of HIV specialists that oh. were on board. Wow, okay. Which, that was the left turn for me. I was Why like, get rid of them? Wouldn't um, that be... Shedding too much light, I'm, I'm guessing oh. maybe pharmaceutical companies. Oh, okay, okay. Things like that, because it's such, I guess, pharmaceutical companies have been held up to the spotlight before. Yeah. I mean, it can be quite corrupt in, in terms of getting um, subsidised and, and huge government uh, payments on, you know, drugs that become available yeah. to deal with different sicknesses, particularly as the years move on and we get more developed. So I think the idea was that, yeah, oh, this is going to shed too much light on it. We're going to learn too much from these people. Let's fuck them over and get rid of them. It seems like a... It's a stretch. Yeah, to take out a whole fucking plane load of people just to get some HIV people. Yes. Wow. But I mean, just slip a bit of arsenic into their mochaccino? Well, that's (laughs) that's the thing. But I think that's just one of the, the story threads from that whole saga, I suppose. And I guess because both events are still very uncertain, still shrouded in mystery, we're still making guesses. And Australia, for one, has spent uh, tens of millions of dollars on the search efforts and really not come up with much at all. So there's so many question marks. It is a mystery, actually, isn't it? It is a bit Even at the time, I kept thinking, um, what's to say they haven't landed at some remote island and I'm just going to wait for things to pop up. Ah, cool. Like Lost... Well, like yeah, like, shit series that but I mean that didn't make any sense years. either. So, but it's yeah. just people's imaginations run wild when something like this happens in yeah. this day and age, where we have satellites monitoring the surface of the Earth, we have countless uh, radar sensors and beacons and towers and yeah, but search. You said it before, like the ocean. Well, that's it. Is a big place. It is. We look at it on a map or Google Earth and go, oh, it's, it's, you know, it's an ocean, but it's a big fucking vast place. Well. The, the bottom of the ocean, the bottom, the very bottom, yeah. the ocean floor of our our biggest oceans yeah. are, are as unknown to us as outer space. That's right, yeah. Really. Yep. Because we don't we have the ability there. to look at all of it. No. We can drop down and have a tiny snapshot. And that's what we succeeded with with the MH370 search. We had a tiny, tiny snapshot yeah. of the situation and probably will never know the full truth. I mean, the ocean, there was that, there's that documentary a few years, or quite a while ago now, where yeah. they went down there and there was that liquid monster thing down there. So we don't want to go back down there. No, no, you know, we like, don't want to go down there. Because it's the abyss for real. Yeah. Yeah, so that's another one, uh, just to touch on it briefly. Yeah, but it's, that's a good one. Yeah. Oh, that is, actually, that made me, just having a look at yeah, that. Yeah, that makes me want to look briefly, it up, actually. And I wouldn't mind reading. reading a little more into it, because that affected, well, not only because it affected Australian families, Yeah, but I guess because it is fairly recent, Yeah, and I, at the time I couldn't believe it. I'm like, how 
how does a whole fucking plane disappear without any explanation from Malaysia Airlines itself? Yep. Air traffic controllers, any kind of the the black box. Yeah. They always talk about it's all just gone. Technology. It's just all gone. It's yeah. Disappeared. Very strange. Like the Bermuda Triangle. Well, but that's that, one of those things, I guess. That's uh, it's really stuck with us through the years. Yeah. Um, and but that's people, another. That's another like. Like people sort of think that triangle, are you? They, yeah. they automatically think it must be small, but it's not. That's a fucking vast oh, space of ocean as well. You know? Yeah, I think because in terms of uh, movie imagery, yeah, they have to try and encapsulate it in a few images. Yeah. So yeah, it paints this uh, this kind of image of a very densely packed space of ocean. Yeah. And, you know, if you were to get a bit of a, a shot across the ocean floor, it's just planes and boat hulls. And, yeah. And they're all, like, close together. They're all close together. Because it's an effective yeah. visual. Yeah. But, yeah, it's probably nothing like that at all. Yeah. It just happens to be, coincidentally, uh, an area where a lot of people have come to And they, the, the theory is that it's been, like, you know, weird weather conditions in that particular Yeah, and that makes world. a lot more sense. Yeah, it does to me. But the, but the whole, there's all sorts of theories, isn't there, about like sort of like a time yeah, vortex? Yeah, and, um, yeah, different dimensions and yeah. alien abductions, all sorts of things. Now, just quickly, like that's the old... Sanitarium! Yeah, that's the publishing company, though. So that's that's open. So that's an operational... Yeah, this, okay. I think it's this place oh, here, that, oh, the which dim, is oh, the sanitarium the, Oh, yeah, look at that, Warren. Yeah. That I is abandoned. Place. Fuck yeah. It's dark and empty. Should we should we have a look? Or should we save it for another Yeah, night? save it for another night, I think, because our subject matter is different. Yeah, that's right. Conspiracy theories! <laughs> <laughs> but um, we just had a little bit of a cheeky look. Yeah, no, that's, we'll definitely tap that one, that's for sure. Yep. Me and Mark that one. Um, <laughs> right, so, ponging back over to me. Okay. Um, now, this isn't contempor- well, it's contemporary-ish, I suppose. Yep. Uh, Cobain. Mm. Suicide or... Did Courtney Love hire a hitman to take him out? I th- well, my own personal opinion is he committed suicide. Yeah, yeah. So how do you explain? How do I explain the what? evidence that he was left-handed, that the gun had been held in the right hand, the way it had been laid out, right, and the shells had popped out the other side where there is no gap, there is no, you know, that hole for the for the rifle thing. Oh, I don't know, but um. The, the, I don't think that that's infallible. No, no, that true. kind of suggestion. Oh, they could have bounced off something. Exactly. You know. So, so I, I mean, I have a lot of faith in forensic uh, experts and, yeah. and the kind of um, skills that they've got. But we're still talking some time ago now. Yeah. You know, from today's technology back to what? Ninety four was it? Ninety four. Yeah. yeah. April. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I just think that that's circumstance, circumstantial. Yeah. That that situation it's provided a question mark to be able to be put on it I still think he killed himself though. well there's a there's a documentary on YouTube I suggest you watch yeah because I was very much like you okay and as we know I am quite a skeptic anyway mm. but I forgot what the documentary is called but if you if you type it in oh well, thanks for letting me know no no <laughs> <laughs> if you type in Kurt Cobain uh, you know conspiracy theory or suicide documentary or whatever mm. you'll find it right um, there was some compelling stuff in it that oh. may, I actually was on YouTube might be on Netflix okay uh, maybe type in Kurt and Courtney or something on Netflix right um, there was some pretty compelling stuff for example the suicide note wasn't in his handwriting right and uh, Courtney Love yep. her handbag was taken by someone and they found note paper 
uh, where she'd started to write a suicide note in her handwriting okay. and then started to practice it in different writing. Right. And it was the same writing that was on the suicide note. Okay. So that, that was a bit Well, that seems strange. very obvious though, doesn't it? it a bit too obvious. Yeah, yeah too yeah, obvious. Yeah. But she didn't want her handbag to go missing though. Right. And she was pretty ropeable about the whole thing. Okay. And she tried to silence that. Right. But yeah, any but look into it. Look into the documentary more. Yeah, but oh, it sounds interesting. There's also no about that. there's also a guy I can't remember his name now. Real character. He was he was a singer in a full on punk metal band. Yeah, he had like a, a crazy like Mexican-y type name. I can't remember his name now. Right. But they went to interview him right on the documentary. Yeah. And the documentary was in the like nineties, like mid late nineties. Yeah. And. He was very drunk when he was talking to him. He was like, ah, you want to talk to me about that? And apparently, <laughs> he said Courtney Love offered him 50 grand to, to take out um, Kirk Cobain, okay. right? Yep. Now, you sort of go, oh, yeah, you could, whatever, just saying that. Yeah. Um, a few days later, dead, this guy. Okay. He um, stum- allegedly stumbled into an oncoming train. Right. <laughs> now, this As kind, you do. when you if you watch the documentary, this yeah. kind of guy, you go, well, that that is that is highly you can plausible see it happening, yes. because he's a drunken fuck. That's right. You know what I mean? After and he a could, quick dollar. Yeah, you yeah. could see him walking along a train track, yep. and you know, filled to the eyeballs uh, eyeballs with piss, <laughs> and then walking in front of a train. Yeah, I'm so, a good good man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, no, he's not Mexican. He oh, just has Mexican. a Mexican-y type oh, okay, right. stage name. I like the fact that he can speak Mexican. Like, I like, it's I like El Guibo or something. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> he speaks Mexican. I prefer hey, he has a Mexican kind of feel and accent. Con el agi loco, you know what I'm saying, man? Um, yeah, but, but it, watching this Courtney, show... Courtney, she came up to me, man. She gave me the shotgun. <laughs> she said, you killed my husband, okay? I don't want to wake up next to him one more time. <laughs> Shoot him dead, okay? Okay, Holmes. Yeah. I'll uh, see you tomorrow, man. Huh? We need to interview that guy. Yeah. There's another one. What's his name? I don't know. El Come Chapo? On. El Chapo, yeah. yeah. Oh, is that the guy's name? That might, his name might have been El Chapo. Well, that's that's the um, the drug dude who escaped prison down oh, through yeah, the toilet yeah, or whatever right, it was. Right. Yeah, yeah. yeah that and was El Chapo. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Sean Penn got him. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sean Penn got him. Tracked um, him down. Good on him. Penn. But anyway, this documentary they also um, they also liaise with uh, the private investigator who was a was an actual detective at one point, yeah. but became a private investigator. And then he's got a whole website dedicated to it, and he, he's looked into it for years and years and years, and he's absolutely. Um, 100% sure that Courtney Love did pay for someone to get him killed. Right, so yeah, he's really built up the evidence. But to, but to he's also that. built a career around that. Of course. So you sort of go, so that's where my scepticism yeah. comes in. I sort of go, whoa. Yeah. So as soon as someone took an interest and he yeah. just paid some money that's right. to tell his story. And you can buy yeah. documents off his, like copies of the documents oh, it just happens to his sell website. Them. Yeah, you know? yeah, so yeah. you sort of go, ah. But he's very passionate about it as well. He, he, he spent his, the, you know, the good part of 30 odd years or whatever it is now uh, talking about it and, yeah. and pushing it and stuff like that. But I don't know. I don't know if we'll ever get the truth on that one. But that's one I'm sort of, I'm not 100% either way, to be honest. I feel like, oh, I feel like she had something to do with it. Because she was a money-grabbing fucking hoe. She really was. <laughs> but, but why do you think that? Because she wanted she wanted fame from a very young age. She wanted notoriety. She wanted to be somebody so desperately. Right. And then she wanted money. She wanted to and, all the and glitz you, and glamour. And you know that about her from what? I slept with her, Warren. Okay. Back in 97. <laughs> and you had a chat afterwards. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And she was yeah. like, you know, I love you, but, you know, my... <laughs> 
my destiny is with the stars, Luke. <laughs> I've killed one husband. I don't want to kill another. So just let me go. So really, you don't need any of the other evidence. She said it to you. She whispered sweet nothings in my ear. I said, your secret's safe with me, Dale. Until I do a podcast. Until I do a podcast in 30 years. 20 years. I guess I just think people... It, it's like it's like the Paul McCartney thing. It's like the conspiracy theories over Lennon, um, over JFK, yeah. over Elvis. Even yeah, people love them. They, they, they love those people. They've they've been divisive, yeah. but they've also been uh, adored. And so people want to hold on to the legacy, and they find it hard to believe that they've been they've taken their own life or yes, something like exactly. that. Exactly, you know? and they're yeah. anything less than as perfect as they imagine yeah, in their mind. That's right. So. The stories fuel uh, the the legacy and it keeps it going. Yeah. So you can keep debating, you can keep supporting your hero. Yeah. You can keep saying, no, Kurt would never have done that. Would have done that, man. Did you and know that, Kurt? No, no, but I've read every single one <laughs> and of the books about it. All the people that were around him at the time, his friends and family, all said he was on a real He was uh, on a real depression. No, no. Oh, no. The opposite. Oh, okay. He was, was in he? a good place. He was happy. Right. He was excited about seeing his daughter again after rehab. He was he was in a really good place and they just Everyone who knew him and loved him at the time found yeah. it so hard to believe that he would just suddenly walk off and go and blow his brains out. Well, I, I mean, but he was high as fuck as well. Yeah, that's know? the thing. So, and look, I mean, I, I don't want to speak out of turn about suicide. Yeah. But I think that can... I'm sure many people have probably found that about people they know and, and loved. Well, that's it. Have done that too. So it, when it comes down to that, I guess that doesn't really give you anything concrete. Yeah. Because people can... Think they're better too, and I guess depression is one of those things where it can always be there. They call it the black dog, so it's always following you, the black dog. Yeah, and you never know when it's gonna take a bite. You know, take a bite of you. Yeah, yeah. All right, ponging back over to you. It's a happy one, isn't it? um, Okay, so it is all a bit dark tonight. It is a little bit. That's the nature of the beast. It is a little bit. Okay, this is gonna go. This is not so much a conspiracy theory. This is actually something that. It's one of those after the event it comes out. You know, so we need to put it on out. the after event special show then. So, <laughs> what a fascinating yeah. one that'll be. No, no, I, I felt that this was part of the reason that particularly in American society and particularly yeah. from a certain era, the, the conspiracy theory became something that people gave weight to. So I guess it's the, the mistrust of the government and, oh, yeah. and uh, official bodies and all this sort of stuff. That's because from day dot, I would say. Though, I would say so too, but I guess because now we have media yeah. and uh, it's more easily communicated to others, so it's something that you can openly discuss and share and build up a big following about. Yeah. But there was a, a test uh, from 1932 to 1972, 40 years, uh, called the Tuskegee... Um, oh, what was the actual name of it? It was like the Tuskegee test or something, a survey maybe, like a medical survey conducted on Afri- African-American men oh. uh, who had syphilis. Why are their dicks so big? <laughs> <laughs> no, and you're not really helping the Sorry. situation. <laughs> no. Um, the So that the medical uh, researching body were conducting tests without their knowledge like they offered free healthcare free food all this sort of stuff right to people that were infected with syphilis but they purposely uh, injected them no they oh. they purposely didn't get them better though 
So they found out in the 40s that penicillin was actually a suitable treatment for syphilis. But because they were surveying this uh, certain amount of people, they they never gave them the treatment. So they just kept observing them. Right. To see how it would Even play though they out. knew. Even though they had a perfectly <laughs> valid way of treating them. Okay. So it's really like they're just human guinea pigs. Did they know? That, did, the, did the people know that they were... They knew they were receiving health treatment for a condition they had. And they didn't know that there but was a cure? No. Fucking hell. Well, because they were never exposed to it. They were never probably taught enough. They were happy enough that they were given, I guess, the sweetness. Jesus. To say, well, look, we're looking after you here, yeah. aren't we? So you know, don't ask. Have some condensed milk. So I guess... I guess it's the thing that um, it was so long, it was so long lasting, yeah. and it was probably something that only started to come out when uh, I guess other things came to light as well. Like when the and the Cold War is another uh, era of time where there's so many uh, things happening underneath the surface yeah. to influence public opinion and to influence other countries and to to try and uh, make sure that communism wouldn't find its way into a country where. You know, the poor were starting to rise up and, and believe in communist ideals. There's just so many things. Like, that's quite different from what we're talking about there. But I guess just the longevity of it. 40 years yeah, of, of misleading people. And so when that came out, I think it really sowed a seed of distrust. Of course, yeah. Even in you know the hospital system. So I can understand why that would be like a, a long-lasting legacy. And straight away it makes you think... What else have they fucking done? Exactly. If that's what they've told us, exactly. What else are they doing? And there was another. You and I one, might have AIDS right now. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but I'll, t- I'll t- do another one in a minute uh, after your turn. But it's right. sort of um, along the same lines. It's another reason why, you know, it's part of the Cold War thing that I just suggested. But your turn. Go. Well, my one's another. Uh, was it a suicide or oh, was it right. a hit? Okay. Uh, Marilyn Monroe. Oh, see, I don't know much about Marilyn Monroe in terms of well, her she life was times. Basically, she's been spit roasted by Jack and Bobby Kennedy. <laughs> okay. Nah, they they Jack had a go. Right. Uh, John, John F. Kennedy. Yeah. Um, but they call him Jack. I don't know why. Um, <laughs> but um, and then Bobby climbed on board as well. And the theory going, I only know little bits and bobs, so yep. I won't I won't pretend to know heaps about it. But if you guys do, email us the Flyingable Podcast <laughs> one one at gmail dot com. Um, so, she was obviously on camera perceived as uh, beautiful, yep. but a bit of a bimbo. Yeah. But she wasn't. She of was actually, actually quite clever, quite switched on girl, and she manipulated the situation so she could get what she wanted, okay. right? That's from accounts from people that really knew her. Okay. Um, that she was actually very clever and, and very career-minded and knew what she wanted and all that kind of thing. Yeah. Now, uh, the Kennedys assumed, yeah, she was a sexy piece of ass and that's just pump our spooge into her. Right. Um, and they would get talking to her, they'd have a few drinks, and they would tell her things, tell her stuff that maybe they shouldn't ah, have been telling her. Right. So the theory is that she she knew too much, basically. Right. She was the girl that knew too much. Yep. And they got rid of her. Now, <clears throat> she was, as clever as she was, and, and as wonderful and iconic as she was, she was also quite a depressive person as well. Yes. She, she had a lot of demons... Uh, struggled with alcohol, struggled with uh, barbiturates and stuff like that. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, so so she was found face down, belly down, um, with a, a, a. I think the pill bottle was actually in her hand. Right. Uh, stone cold dead. Right. Okay. But um, witnesses had seen 
um, before uh, the call was made yep. to the ambulance, they'd also seen other people in black suits rock up, go in there, come out, take off. Right. Now, that could be someone just wanting a spotlight. Yeah, yeah that right. could be just, yeah. hey, yeah, this happened. But, yeah, the more you... And like I said, I don't know all about it, but the more you read about it, it's another one of those ones where you go, oh, I don't know then. Like, maybe something was going on. Yeah. Like, it just... Yeah. Like, sometimes I feel like when there's so many little things, there must... I almost feel like there must be something going on, yeah, you know? There's got to be a thread of truth in there somewhere. Even yeah. A lot of it is kind of extra If shit. it's all clouded over... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like becomes like Chinese whispers, you know? So you tell this story... It's like the maths teacher. Suddenly yeah. he's got a lisp. You yeah, know? suddenly he's become a whole different character. <laughs> but, but, but it is like that. It's like, you know, someone sees something, they tell the story to their son. Their yeah. son tells the media and he wants a bit of attention, so it becomes a, you know, or something like that. So, I don't know. What do you, what do you, what do you got any thoughts well, on that one? I guess just based on what you're saying there, because, yeah, I, I guess I didn't really, never really read a lot up on, on, on Marilyn Monroe. Yeah. But um, that makes more sense to me than, say, the one about Paul McCartney. Oh, yeah. But this this has a lot more weight to it, like the yeah. effects of that, the roll-on effects of that. As soon as the government's involved, yeah, involved, it becomes yeah. something very, very Dirty different. Fucking polys. Well, yeah, and that's it. I guess it's it can always be manipulated for their gain. Yeah. However, they can spin the story to make it better. It's constantly happening. That's right, constantly. Yeah. And as we were talking about earlier, they don't want to look like they're getting it wrong. Of course. So they'll do everything, whether it's slandering the other guy yeah. or or covering their tracks or yeah. whatever. That's, you know, that's why they're just fucking dogs. <laughs> no, it just shits me, politics. I, I've been accused of burying my head in the sand when it comes to politics, but yeah. I just sort of think, but they're all as fucked as each other. Of you course. Know? They really are. Of course they are. I think there's slightly more, I think when people enter it and they're, they're a little more principled, Yeah. you get that that vibe from yeah, but we have to remember that there's not just that one person. That's right. There's a whole body of people behind, and them. they're all supporting them. And there's advisors. There's people responsible for their public image. There's yeah. people responsible for their scheduling and what they do each day to to help reinforce that image. Yeah, it's it's a machine. I was actually, just happen to be the figurehead. I was actually talking to my mother-in-law. Except for Trump, he's yeah. a fucking psychotic. That's all. <laughs> he's a dictator. <laughs> I was actually talking to my uh, mother-in-law last week about yeah. the, that Australian politics and that exact thing and we both agreed that when Malcolm Turnbull not our Prime Minister now but the yes. one just before that From and the previously. one before the other one and oh yeah yeah blah 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 the eight that we've had in the yeah, last three, the last three years, years. <laughs> um, yeah when he first came on the scene yeah. he seemed very genuine very honest very like yep I'm, I'm leadership quality yeah. and this is what we're going to do and this is where we're going to take the country yeah. and within like months three or four months suddenly he wasn't that man anymore and as you say it's the people behind him that were like whispering in his ear going well Malcolm you shouldn't really wear a blue tie because it's very dominant <laughs> and what about the feminist in the group you know like yeah. so suddenly he, he went a bit weird you know so you go oh fuck anyway going to, we're digressing a little bit there but uh, no, pinging bit. back over to you big wells okay there was something that came up in my mind that I was going to refer to but I'm just trying to pull it back out again yeah it was something to do with the other bit we were talking about well Yes, what I was going to say was another Cold Era, a Cold War Era thing that happened that I think helped sow a seed of distrust in the government and the CIA and, and all of that sort of dealings and goings on was the MK Ultra uh, uh, mind yeah, control yeah. Uh, program yeah. that the CIA led, backed, yep. researched. <laughs> That's very cloak and dagger. And they used uh, misculin, I think it's called the the drug. Drug, yeah. Uh, to to 
manipulate people's thoughts and, and thought processes and all sorts of other shit too. Yeah, yeah. You remember Black Ops was a pretty fucked up game yeah. in terms of remember the, the story. Um, well, sorry, I was going to say, remember the Manchurian Candidate? Uh, no, not, not that oh, one, actually. That's a good one. That's, right. that's along those lines where this guy has sort of been programmed yes. as a soldier yep. to become like the president one yeah, day you right. know that yeah and it's along those lines anyway sorry well but that's that's it so they're, they're sort of uh, exposed to a certain amount well I guess there's people that are being tested yeah and researched on and, and everything but there's also the people that they're training yeah so and who are probably blissfully unaware of it they might enter a prison or some sort of captivity and they're slowly conditioned to think a certain way yeah so they implant a trigger, like a psychological trigger, that then makes them respond with yep. a certain behaviour. Become an assassin. Exactly. Yeah. And so all that shit, I guess, is all part of this MK Ultra thing. Yeah, that's scary stuff, isn't it? It's terrifying. I to feel think like about. just that you've mentioned it, I feel like we're being watched. Yeah, yeah, it's got that kind of vibe, isn't it? Yeah. You say the word, you say the title of the yeah, program. Yeah, suddenly there's like a roadblock in the distance. Yeah. <laughs> Can you pull over to the side, boys? Sorry, we got something on the road Imagine over that there. if it was just around this bed. Yeah, there was yellow shit, lights flashing stopped. all these workmen. Men in black, mate, they'd come out <laughs> yeah. and fucking zap us. <laughs> but I think that's what I find so fascinating about the Cold War era too. I think it yeah. was like a time in history that was dense, packed, yeah. full of government conspiracies and cover-ups and underground sort of organisations and subversive operations and all this shit. And I suppose the thing is, I suppose the thing is, is when you break it down, uh, whoever's in charge is trying to do it for the good of the people and the good of the the prosperity of the country and all that kind of stuff. But, yeah, it's very cloak and dagger. Where does it become just fucking plain evil? Yeah, that's yeah. right. Yeah, interesting. Because <laughs> yeah, ultimately they're fi- they're fighting yeah like a, a clandestine war. Yep. By trying to win it without open conflict. That's right. Yeah. It's manipulating the situation. So all these other countries that were fed military aid. Yeah. And funds and made to infight to prevent the spread of communism. Yeah. Uh, was you know, and sometimes they funded two of the three, you know, fighting uh, factions. Yeah. Providing they weren't supporting the one that was socialist. That's right. Yeah. So it's just fucking crazy how much Scary. it became so it became so convoluted. Yeah. But um, yeah, so that was the next one that I wanted to mention. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's uh, some creepy juicy stuff. stuff. If you don't juicy. know what we're talking about, um, I dare you to type in MK Ultra into Google and see and see all the stuff there and then fucking, you know, keep yourself well hidden. <laughs> Get under the bed. Yeah. Uh, okay, so ping in back to me. Yep. Uh, a nice a nice friendly one. A well-known okay. one. Right. Did man really met, uh, land on the moon? Oh, that was one that I, I actually was Yeah, I thought you might actually. It's, it's, it is an obvious one, though. So it's I'm glad we one. were talking about some of these others. Yeah, yeah, Before we got to yeah. this one. Yeah. Because it's a little less, they, they were less obvious. Little, but it's a little friendlier. We've gone pretty dark. I, I really irritate my brother with this argument, my older brother. The oldest the professor. Brother? Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, he gets a bit frustrated with me. Yeah. Big, but I, I push it as well because yep. I, I do like the debate. But there was a time that I didn't believe that the original moon landing happened when... It was purported to have happened. 68, 69 or whatever it was. Yeah, okay. Because in my mind, 
And I'm sure the experts would be like, well, you don't know what you're talking about. And yeah. that is true. Yeah. But from what I've read, and my understanding of it, is that America had had some successes yeah. with the space program, but they'd also had quite a long string of failures. And it was the space race, wasn't it, with exactly. the Russians? Exactly. There yeah. was a lot and of the Chinese, were the Chinese involved too? Uh, was it mainly just, no. it was just I, Russia? I think it really was between the USSR yeah. and... And Tasmania. And, well, you know what they're like. They're, they're at the forefront oh, yeah. of development. Two-headed monsters. <laughs> Hello to all our Tasmanian listeners. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Welcome to the party, pal. Um, yeah, so the I felt that like the, the original moon landing was faked. So you reckon it came... Race. Yeah, you reckon it came later, though. Oh, I th- I'm sure they've landed on the moon since. Oh, okay. And yeah. very soon afterwards. Right. Because what that would have done is take the pressure off. Yeah, okay. That, that pressure cooker that was the space race. Yeah. Um, had why, been was it a, why was it a race? Why was it because such a... Because it's a battle of principles. Okay, it's, so it wasn't any kind of... Like, they weren't going to win anything. Like, any kind of... Well, not, not not like that, but I mean, like... Prestige. It wasn't going to be... Okay, okay. So it wasn't going to... They were going to dominate the skies None. and go, right, now we've got this, all the satellites and we're, we're in charge of the universe. It was universe. another symptom of the Cold War. Ah, okay. So this paranoia yeah. that had sowed so deep the seeds through each other. Yeah. The two um, completely different societal, like, beliefs... Yeah, were just so you know they were locked, yeah. locked horns. So any way to get one up on the other was a victory. Okay, because yeah. then yeah. others would then see it as oh shit, well they must be better. Capitalists must be better. Yeah. Oh no no, communism must be better because look what they've look achieved. what they've achieved. Yeah. And okay. um, so you know the, the USSR succeeded in getting the first. Did he just put his fucking four beams on? I think so. The, okay. Succeeded in putting the first <laughs> man-made object into space. Yeah, which was Sputnik. Yeah. Then they succeeded in getting the first living thing into space, which was uh, I've forgotten the name of the dog now. Was it a dog or a monkey? Didn't they put a monkey up there? I think it was a dog. Because and then that poor old dog was left up there. Oh, and she died. Hell. So it was a little bit sad, really. But it was, a, it was she was like a, a national hero. It's like we put his full beams on there, it's right oh, up your ass, like LED driving yeah. lights. I think it. It's all right, mate. I can see. It's probably that Alex Jones. <laughs> I'll smash him. Uh, uh, so, yeah. So they had had a lot of firsts. Yeah, right. And th- the next big achievement would have been the successful landing on the moon. Yeah. So uh, the Americans needed to win it. So you did. You did think that, but now you've changed I your did, mind. I did, but I feel that maybe I was just being a troublemaker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I feel that they did. Well, well you were sure. pretty rebellious back in the day, so you were throwing some crazy <laughs> theories out there, Warren. Yeah, <laughs> yeah a real rebel. Man landed on the moon in 1971. <laughs> you fucking asshole. No, no. Uh, I, I think I just, you know, I guess the more you read yeah. and you, know, you watch documentaries and you see the, the, the sheer amount of... Uh, work, money, skill that's gone into it. There was yeah. plenty of skill. It's I, not that I think it was that, just luck. I think it all happened when it happened. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's the thing. But I guess because of the some of those other 
things that I learnt about the Cold War and, and the situations. Yeah, that got you thinking. thinking oh, yeah. Maybe you, you have to question everything. A um, a brilliant movie, brilliant old movie yeah. that I loved even as a little tacker. Yeah. I first saw it, and but watching it again in recent years, still just as cool. Yeah, you know how sometimes old movies you watch them and you go, "Oh, that was awesome when yeah, you were a kid," yeah. but then you watch it when you're old and go, "This is bad." <laughs> um, but no, this one um, and based exactly on what we're talking about. Yes, so it's called Capricorn One. Right. Oh yeah, I've heard of that. And it's got Josh Brolin's dad in it, Mr. Okay. Brolin. I don't know his first name, <laughs> Mr. Brolin. <laughs> but yeah, and it, it's basically about that. So they okay. they they fake the landing, right? But then they got to get rid of the evidence, yep. which is the astronauts. Yeah. Oh, so right. it's this, it's like this cat and mouse oh, manhunt to hunt down these astronauts who yeah. take off into the Nevada desert oh, and just trying to fucking survive. It's it's actually really cool. Yeah, it's, it's really, really it cool. It sounds good, actually. Yeah, it's very good. All right, we, uh, we'll go to some short messages and then uh, I reckon I'll also play the post-APOC thing. Okay, we're done with conspiracy theories. Oh, I think we, we've we done an hour. Going, oh, mate. man, we could. We, we could have talked about what? Well, Hitler. Hitler. Surviving that. Uh, speaking of uh, Nevada, Area 51. Area 51. whole ufology sort of argument. Yeah. Well, we could always do a part two another time. Uh, the, the Illuminati. Oh, yeah, the Illuminati. New World Order. Rockefellers. Sort of stuff. Yep. Yeah, yeah. It could keep going, really. Yeah, we could. But... But the podcast you've enjoyed can't. I know. So, <laughs> so we'll, uh, yeah, we'll crack on with some, uh, some... I think that's a conspiracy theory in itself, mate. Uh, yeah. That it doesn't true. give us the time to talk <laughs> in right. depth about Close this down. Yeah. All right, we'll be back after these short messages and, of course, the post-epoch theme song. It's the Fly on the Wall motherfucking podcast. This is an emergency warning. The current threat level is emergency, meaning that an emergency is in progress that will affect you and you should take action now to ensure your survival. A biohazard outbreak is in progress. This has resulted in an airborne plague causing victims to be transformed into zombies. And we're told that most of the injuries are bites, not gunshot or stab wounds as we were led to believe earlier. We've got to be as quiet as we fucking can. If they see us, hear us, smell us, we're fucked. And we are back in. My name's Luke. And I'm Big Walls. And we tell a little story each week about a post-apocalyptic world where uh, a whole bunch of dudes have... Uh wandering around and there's mutants and there's there's bad things going on and if you want to hear you know like you know what's going on properly then go back to episode six of the podcast and you'll hear the post-apocalyptic saga start and then we pretty much most weeks have continued on since then haven't we yes most most weeks we've had a couple of little uh yeah breaks and a couple where we've just talked about the situation yeah. to sort of spread a little extra information over the the whole saga. So there's been cannibals. There's been decapitations. There's, there's been, been all sorts of limbs fun, coming fun off. Games. There's been uh, um, spines and skulls ripped out of bodies. <laughs> there's been vegans. There's been uh, old dudes. There's been young dudes. There's been hot air balloons. There's been a lot going on. <laughs> yeah, it's all been happening. There's, there's been core flute. A whole shitload of core flute. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, uh, so I'll kick it off. Go for your life. Um, right, so we are 
So last week, as I said, the butcher, he wasn't quite dead and he stuffed some mutant guts <laughs> I like that idea. into yeah, that his great. throat wound. <laughs> and so, and then he's gone marching off. So my story tonight is a little bit, uh, there's a side story with the butcher and then I'll get back to uh, where the uh, where the main fight's going on. Okay. But yeah, so the, I'll start with the butcher. So the butcher's, uh, he's he's headed to the city, to the big smoke and he's just, he's just running full pelt. As he's running, the mutant blood is starting to uh, flow through his own blood yep. and he's feeling stronger. With each stride, with each leap, he's, um, he's feeling much stronger and healthier and angrier. And he's got one destination in mind, and that's the casino, because that's where he knew his brother, the player, was. Yeah. So he's loping, he's running, he's screaming, he's howling, he's just be- becoming even wilder. And because of the, because of where he's sucked the uh, the guts into his throat wound, yep. that's where the mutation really kicks off in a big way. So what it does, his his whole neck becomes like yeah. a like a rugby union player's neck, <laughs> but double the size of that. Right. Really bulbous, veiny, and what it does is squash his larynx, squash his vocal yeah. cords, everything. Awesome. And it just makes him a guttural animal the whole time. Give so he loses yeah. the ability to speak yes. completely. Okay. He's just <laughs> and it's, he's just constantly doing that. Luke's he's, throat is bleeding. Now. Oh, yeah, it is. Yeah, I can taste blood. Um, he's running. He's running through the bush, and and it's just a blur to him. So he's in such a manic sort of state. He's running so fast. Now I'm talking animalistic type running. Like he's not. He's like on all fours. Yeah, he's sort of low It's low. Yeah, he's just going full full pelt through yep. the bush, and soon he hits tarmac, and he's running across that, and he's you know running down freeways, he's leaping over cars, he's wow. just fucking. That's a cool image. He's ready, you know. Yeah. He's just roaring ahead, making rock, <laughs> and uh, I, don't, I don't even know how long it takes him. Yeah, but I've got probably a few days. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> I'd say a few days, but it doesn't sound like he's taking any break in nah, that time he anyway. Just, he, he doesn't just, stop. It doesn't it's eat, headlong doesn't straight shit, to the target. He just keeps fucking yep. loping. Yeah, and uh, sure enough, he just instinctively gets to the casino where, his bro- where he knew his brother was held up with his gang, and he rummages through. He starts sniffing around, and he can't he can't see or smell anything at first, but then he picks up a trail of blood. And he smells like his brother. Like, and he keeps wandering around the rubble of the casino, turning over tables, smashing through windows, um, you know, on, in, on this sort of uh, maniacal search for his brother. It's it, almost like a um, like he's, like he's drawn to it. He's drawn to it. Finally, he comes across what's left of his brother. Okay. And obviously, it's been a while. It's been a week or so. And his brother is, you know, decomposed slightly. And just sort of bones, and uh, not just bones. There's like you know putrefied body parts and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. And he lets out a howl, but this is different from the animalistic roaring he was doing before. It's a a, a melancholy, morose, oh no, heartfelt. Lots of descriptive words. But a lot longer than that. Yeah, I just yeah. Don't have the energy for it. <laughs> <laughs> just tired. And I'll leave yeah. it there with him. Okay. Okay. So okay. that's the butcher for now. All right. Now we'll Multi jump over branches, the... mate. Oh yeah. Look at you go. Here we go. Get down. The war between the resistance and rise is is full fucking hammer. Yeah. It's uh, it's going crazy. There's bodies dropping on both sides. Rise. The fatigue uniforms spread out everywhere, covered in blood. Um, there's the resistance fighters that are just basically civilians fighting as hard as they can. 
Um, they're dead and strewn all over the sewers as well. Um, half in the water, half out. Um, you know, uh, fallen over barrels and tables and chairs and all that kind of stuff. There's, there's bullets whizzing and flying around everywhere. And uh, Glenn and I, we were with Outback. <clears throat> And we're sort of behind a whole bunch of crates just sort of shooting as best we can. Outback's taken out one after another because if you remember, he was special forces. <laughs> of course. <laughs> He's just dropping them one, one shot, one kill kind of stuff. And me and Glenn are sort of doing a bit of a spray and then, and then managing to wing people and, and you know wound people as best we can and all that kind of thing. It's an intense battle. There's grenades going off and you can imagine a grenade going off in the tunnels of, of sewers and stuff yeah. like that. It's pretty, uh, you know, the, uh, the impact of the, the sound alone is sort of really rattling us but we just keep fighting we're lost in this sort of maelstrom of fucking uh, anarchy and, and chaos and, and death and mayhem and all that kind of stuff it's intense it's intense it sounds, what I'm, it, it I'm trying to find it. other descriptive yeah. words <laughs> it's fucking hectic mate yeah, it's fucking mate, hectic. fuck yeah, yeah. Uh, we thought the movie Platoon was better yeah. this is this, this is everything is and more worse. yeah anyway so the battle just rages on we're talking you know I mean, a firefight, you know, can last anywhere between, you know, five minutes to an hour, I suppose. But this just goes on and on. It's just... Because it's... Even an hour of a firefight would be an intense hour. Yeah. Every that's second and this this be so much happening. The intensity is not only because it's it's these two angry forces. And yeah. there's, there's a good number of on both sides as well. Yeah. But it's because it's down in these dank sewers. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's dark. It's, it's sort of dimly lit. But it's dark. It's 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 being lit up by the flares from the muzzles and stuff like that, and the, and, the, and the gunshots. But it's dark and wet and horrid cool. down there, That's you know. Cool. But it's but it's intense. You don't know who you don't know who's coming around the corner. You haven't even got time to say friendlies or anything like that. You just see a shadow and just start fucking blasting Shit, away. Man. And Outback's doing what he can to sort of call out orders. But because he's he, his people are just you know just resist just as civilians armed civilians there's not much sort of in the way of uh systematic um firing or strategy or anything like that yep. whereas rise have got that advantage but what they don't have is the fucking guts behind it warren so we're just <laughs> we're just going nuts we're throwing everything we've got at them we're not even, we're not holding back at all anyway so the battle rages on <clears throat> Eventually, we start looking at our numbers, and we're we're seeing that we're we're losing. We're losing the fight, and Shit. and you know we've got that sinking feeling like fuck, we're in trouble here. And then the worst thing happens. Suddenly, as Outback stands up and is pot taking people out, headshots all the way. Suddenly, uh, a dark figure, dark fatigued figure with a full face helmet, comes around a corner <laughs> and just sprays Outback. With machine gun fire, no, so machine gun fire. Not outback. He's uh, he shot to ribbons, Warren. Oh, Poor shit, outback. Man. Poor grizzled old outback. And he, uh, yeah, he falls, slumps back against the the brickwork there in the sewer. He slowly slides down, leaving a smear of blood on the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Very descriptive and tonight, Glenn, mate. Me and Glenn and Eunice are like, no. <laughs> And Glenn just throws himself at the at the 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 the, the, the rise uh, soldier that shot down Outback and just pins the person to the floor, starts punching the shit out of him. I go to Outback's side and he grabs my hand and he's all covered in blood and he, he coughs up a lot, <coughs> a whole bunch of blood and gore comes yep. spilling out of his mouth all down his grey beard, and he looks at me. And goes, I gotta tell you something, Luke. I am your father. <laughs> <laughs> nah. I go, what is it, man? You have a son. <laughs> you have a girlfriend I never had, boy. Nah, and he says, 
the professor. He's my dad. I'm like, fuck, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not an actor. You do a good job, mate. Just, just yeah, keep you up. I gotta tell you, I gotta confess something. I'm not really American. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a bad accent. <laughs> no, the professor. He's my father. It was him and I that uh, unleashed the pathogen and caused the mutation. I'm sorry. I was working on a cure, but... And then with that, he's dead. <laughs> Fuck you, Outback. <laughs> <laughs> nah. I'm like, shit. Anyway, I turn back to, to um, Glenn... And he's managed to punch off the helmet of the uh, the, the Rise character yeah, he's right. got. And he's just suddenly stopped. And I turn around of... ready to back him up and yeah. put a bullet in yeah, this fucker. And he's just staring at this person. I'm like, what, what? And then I see that it's a, a beautiful girl. Yeah. She's probably maybe 30s. Yeah. And, yeah, she's just stunning. <laughs> she and Glenn, <laughs> Glenn's like, I can't fucking kill her. And I'm like, I can't fucking kill her. And yeah. she's just sort of looking at us all wild-eyed. And she just starts taking her clothes off. No, no. Nah, nah. <laughs> nah, and he go, and I just say, well, fucking bring her with us. We've got to get out of here because we, we see more shadowy figures coming well, down towards us. now, yeah. Yeah, so Glenn grabs her and he sort of like puts his, um, pins her hands behind her back and oh, all that yeah. kind of stuff. Oh, yeah. yeah, and he yeah. starts rubbing his cock yeah. and you're fucking going to get it now. <laughs> no, Warren, why no. does your mind go there? No. No, no. And then, uh, yeah, so we just drag her off like, go, 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 fuck. So they're sort of leading the way and I'm sort of backing them up and shooting, you know, sort of covering our tracks as best I can, but there's a shitload of Rise dudes or dudettes um, coming after us. So I'm just like, get the fuck out of here. Let's go. And there's fire and there's fucking shit everywhere. And we just, all we hear is screams and we think, fuck, I think we're the last people. So we, But we're running out of there. We're heading down the tunnel. Luckily, we see a light at the very end of the tunnel. We think, just head to that. It looks like something. We do, And you got to remember, we've only been down there a, a few days, so we yeah. don't really know the layout that well. So we just head to the light thinking that's as that's good as plan as any. We bust into this room, and thankfully, there's Rose, there's Blue, there's Bubble, and there's the Professor, and about six or seven others as well. I'm like, shit. And they're like, what's going on out there? I say, it's all over. Like, fuck, Outback's dead. Everything, it's all over. And then the Professor bursts into tears. And we're like, we've got to get the fuck out of here. There's so many Rise dudes coming that we, we, we're, we're overrun. We've lost the fight. And then uh, Rose pipes up and says, well, let's get the fuck out of here and uh, we'll head to the MCG. Hit him where it hurts. And man. I'll leave it there, Warren. Nice story, mate. You went <laughs> epic tonight. Yeah, it was That's a bit, very long intense. for you. It was actually, yeah. <laughs> very like good. a good 10 minutes in there. Shit, man. Well, I'm not going to do that tonight. I'm going to try and be succinct. <clears throat> okay, I know yeah. that's yeah. that's not a word that goes part and parcel with me. <laughs> well, I'll give it time. It's still <laughs> my... <laughs> that's right. We've still got a few minutes. Your um, succinct might be a good 45 <laughs> minutes of recap. <laughs> no, I'm not going to recap. Oh, shit. I'm going to be a real rebel jump tonight. jump straight in the deep end. Yeah, and I'm not going to keep talking about being a rebel either because that'll take just as long. <laughs> so, so we're going to flash straight to... Keith and the girl. Yep. Mutant Keith. We need to make that definition. Mutant Keith. And he is, as you might recall, he is now striding, lumbering, loping, galloping, just like the butcher was, mm. that your description yeah, was very apt. About them, isn't he he has the girl on his shoulder and she's gripping like his head and he is almost galloping. He's using the back of his hands and his legs. You remember that because of his fall, <laughs> things have mutated as well. So it's like his legs are almost double jointed. Right, yeah, yeah. So he is able to kind of do this awkward kind of lumbering gallop yep. along. And he, so he's, he picks up speed as they head away from the Lake Yield and Dead Zone. And 
it was upon the birth of the embryos, as you might recall, that's made him turn around and ignore that yeah. emitted pulse Some and start heading yeah. towards Dargo. And it's maybe two or three days, but it, it, just like the butcher, the little girl just sleeps on his shoulder yeah. and he just keeps going. It's an unrelenting drive. But because of the differences in the character, he's more calm. He's more controlled, more focused, and of course he's he's still got that great big steel auger uh, yeah, thing on his thing. arm yep. to to sort of help combat the the effects of the um, the mutation and the anger part of it. <coughs> so he he gets closer to the Dargo region. He's just found his way there. I mean, it's like a needle in a haystack, but he's managed to to work his way exactly to that spot. Yeah, I think that connection has yeah. has drawn him in. Mm. And he um, he climbs up the – there's like a cliff face in front of the town and he doesn't make a big show of arrival but he climbs up that cliff into the town and I think people start to spot that he's heading up the thing and he's got the girl on his shoulder. So they, they're not going to fire at him. They're just going to sort of see what happens. I guess yeah. everyone's gathered around. They're all pointing weapons at him like, fucking – is it fucking Keith? It's fucking, it's fucking Keith. What the fuck? Keith! <laughs> Gay! <laughs> but he doesn't say anything. He doesn't speak. He just looks at them. And, you know, his eyes have changed. But it's it's still him, but it, there's so many things that have happened to him yeah. in, the, in between. He's a monster. He is a monster. But the girl is on his shoulder. She's not leaving. There's yeah. no sign of fear. So they're just they're pointing their weapons and shaking and, and not sure what to, to do. He comes up into the into the township through the back streets onto the main the main road. He has the whole kind of the whole town comes out to kind of silently watch him walking down the street towards the gate. <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, towards the gate bus. Yeah, with the little girl on his Where shoulder. Where Pappy is inside. Where Pappy's inside yep. in that sacks. web of yep. s- stuff with the embryos. And he approaches slowly, just lumbering, and everyone's watching. Tense. It is tense. tense. Yeah. It is tense. They're not sure what to do. What do we do? We kill him right now. What do we do? Um. He stops just outside of the bus and can see that there are people standing right there. They're all armoured up. And I think that there's this fear now that the, the mutants will then, like, burst Can't with sink. anger and, yeah. and just go completely off. So they, they grab, like, a, a grenade and I think as a threat, because they're feeling that there is a threat now, they, they put their hand through the window with the grenade. They're like, we're going to fucking let it off. Keith's anger comes to the rise. <laughs> and he starts to fume and the veins all start to, to pop out yep. and his neck goes and he's like flexing. And everyone's got their finger on the trigger. <laughs> and he's like smacking the auger into the ground trying Jesus to kind of build Christ. up the anger. Yeah. And Pappy starts to scream from inside the bus and the embryos start to kind of make this strange... Yeah, like there's a there's a, almost an acknowledgement of his presence yeah, like from sort them. Yeah, vibrating... Twitching. Yeah, and, and everyone just doesn't know what to do. So this person's holding the grenade through. And the little girl's still just calm on his shoulder. She's calm on his shoulder. Yeah. and That's the only thing stopping anyone. That's the only thing. There's this, this, there's this overwhelming uncertainty. Yeah. Uh, and just at that moment, you think that the person's going to drop the grenade through the window and then run to blow that up and then probably shoot Keith as well and have everyone else who's all pointing weapons just fire. The girl gets down, she walks silently in between them, 
all eyes on all eyes on all her. eyes on her. It's dead silence. Yep. You can just hear the the noises of the embryos in the thing and Keith's deep panting. Mm. And she just puts both hands up, one hand facing Keith, the other hand facing the people armed at the bus, as if to say, it's okay. And that's where I'll leave it. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, excellent. I like it. I won't, I won't ask you a whole bunch of questions. No, no. But that's, uh, that's good. I like it. You like that? I like the, I like the visual of that. That's really yeah, cool. Yeah, the, ten- like the tension to... level was really there, I felt. <laughs> that's good. I'm glad. Any uh, final thoughts on tonight's show? I felt that it travelled pretty well. I liked the conspiracy theory uh, focus. Yeah, I thought it was good. It was good. Without making it a, like we said earlier, as inverted commas, special. Yeah. Because um, not every ep- every episode is special. Every episode But it can't be a big special. <laughs> no, well, Otherwise, I... people become complacent. Oh, they have another fucking special. <laughs> Guys, just do a show and make it good. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't have to That's be it. special. Uh, no, I think those exceptions to the rule when they are specials are... Because you know we've gone above and beyond our normal That's right. show, and but we've, tonight we did our drive, we had a effort. chat. Yeah. So yeah, it's just this happened to be our focus this evening. So yeah, I hope good. you enjoy it. Um, so it was like a focus group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yep. I think that that's, I think that's not a bad idea. I mean, we were talking. I about think that's that anyway. a pretty good idea because it just is a variety up. show. As that's we, right, as we know. But we have uh, a laugh. We pick on each other. We still do our ethical questions. We didn't do the interview, but that's no, no. not something that uh, we're going to give up on. There's no. plenty more to come. Uh, yeah, but there was, was the uh, you was obviously haven't heard it, but there is the call in from uh, from Neil. Oh, of course, his sorry. Own conspiracy there theory. is Neil, and so, thanks uh, Neil thanks for the Neil. call. We in. appreciate that. Um, you know, good luck on the roads. Yeah, I'll yeah. Say that. Whatever. You, I don't know what you're talking about. So that's great. I look forward to hearing. <laughs> stay it. alert. Stay awake, mate. But thanks for joining us, everyone. But just quickly, you can find us, email us, send us a, a, a message, a question, a picture, a fucking piece of abuse, <laughs> some feedback. Your, your favourite episode, something we should do in a future episode on yeah. the Fly, Fly on the Wall podcast. Uh, the Fly on the Wall yeah, podcast, the one, one at gmail.com. Fly on the Wall podcast uh, on Instagram with underscores between each of those words. Correct. And Twitter, which is Fly on the Wall, or at Fly on the Wall, P O 1. Or just call Warren on 04345. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah, if you can jump onto iTunes and do us a favour and uh, give us a nice review, that'd be that'd be great. That'd be brilliant. Um, but as we said earlier, if you want to give us a shitty review, that's cool. But still, click the five stars just for shits and giggles, and then leave us a bad review. That'd be exactly. I would like that. I like the split personality <laughs> yeah, of that. Five stars, but they're the, fucking idiots. The duality. Yeah, I hate these guys. Five stars. Um, but yeah, also uh, I'm looking forward to hearing from Basil Quigley. Yeah, well, he'll be in next week's episode, I feel. <laughs> I think uh, we'll have a little... Um, He's going to pop up and rear his little head. Yeah, maybe we could have like a little um, over to you, Basil, kind of okay. thing. You know, right. like a, almost like a TV or a radio uh, interview or, uh, you know, a little side Live story. Live cross. Thing. Live cross, Whatever's that's the word. That's what I'm you know, in of. his life. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> okay, exactly. that's good, mate. All right, mate. Well, uh, yeah, that's it from us. Thank you. I've been Luke. And I've been Big Was. And we still will be those people after this episode. <laughs> Love Take you. Take care, everyone. Have a great week. Bye. Bye. What? Bye. <laughs> I thought you said or. Bye. <laughs> okay. Bye.